when you start to create content, you will do really well uh, with blunders or with things that just happen in life. You will see those and think, huh, that's funny. I'm going to share that because the camera actually becomes your friend and you actually share those things with the camera and you create a whole story. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the None of Your Business podcast. Sean Dill here, and today we are joined by a very special international guest. In fact, I think, I think this is our first international guest that we've had on the podcast. So we are super fortunate to be connecting today via this internet transmission all the way to the Netherlands. Today's guest is Mark Kriebel of Trickle Media. And Mark has started out on a mission to help more people just like you to understand how to utilize video to be able to get your message out to the world. I know a lot of people are, are oftentimes intimidated. They don't know, you know, you, you know that you need to do video. You know that that's the ticket to getting your message out. But then all of the self-talk begins all of the fears, the doubts, what cameras should I use? Do I need fancy equipment? Do I need a microphone? How am I going to edit this? Well, Mark Kriebel and his team over at Trickle Media, they've been tackling these issues for you for some time. And today is the day that you're going to get to know the man himself. and Hopefully you will take that step to join him in this mission to reaching more people, making a bigger impact, helping you create the lifestyle that you deserve. Hey, Mark, welcome to the None of Your Business podcast. Thank you. That's such a great introduction. Thanks for having me. So tell me a little bit about this mission. Why why are you so passionate about video? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, well, I'm passionate about a connection with uh, between human beings. And now, especially when the whole COVID situation started, I started to actually help people um, with connecting through making videos. And I found out that this is really one of the most powerful ways of um, creating a connection with people. And this, that is one of the things that is mostly needed right now. And uh, yeah, I just, I just get really happy to see people thriving. And I think the best way right now is by mastering uh, making videos. So how did you get started in video? I mean, it's easy for people to say, well... That's easy for you. You must be like a professional videographer having, you know, made 98,000, um, you know, Oscar winning uh, films and movies. <laughs> How did you get your start? Well, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I started as a videographer. So I was doing my bachelor uh, business administration uh, a few years ago and I was sitting in the office and I didn't really like what I was doing. And then what happened is what I was editing some videos for um, some friends of mine. And I, I really appreciated uh, what, what I could do with those programs. And I started to film uh, just other people. And that all started with just a phone. The first half of a year that I um, started Trickle Media was just with a phone. I was only filming 
with a phone, no, no other gear or whatever. Um, and that, yeah, from there on, I started to make, uh, yeah, upgrades and I started to really make, uh, good videos for bigger events and bigger events. And yeah, until last year, I never filmed myself. I only filmed public speakers because I had as so many other people, I didn't really feel like I should be in front of a camera. I didn't know what I had to say. And I just knew I knew how to visually, um, uh, uh, communicate a message but i never wanted to be in front of a camera but then after the whole covid situation i was only filming uh, public speakers and uh, events so all of that went out of the window i couldn't i couldn't do anything anymore um, but what i noticed was that a lot of public speakers and well practically everyone had to uh, film themselves right now with uh, zoom or with whatever they they had to have online communication and what I noticed was that a lot of people had um, not great backgrounds. Uh, the lighting wasn't really nice, and especially the audio was often not uh, good. And I thought, hey, I can help these people. Um, so I started to make videos of myself. And everyone can watch the first videos I made. I actually watched them yesterday, a few of them. And it's really cringy. It doesn't look good. Um, even even me, I was a videographer. I knew all the things theoretically, but all of a sudden I had to light myself. All of a sudden I had to do all the things for myself. And um, it was all right, but right now I'm way better because I've been making a video every single day for the past about 330 days. So I'm, almost, I'm close to finishing a year of every day of video. And uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a big journey. I wasn't I definitely wasn't perfect at the beginning. Yeah, and let's uh let's sort of unpack that journey. You yeah. were used to filming other people and you said that you were doing events and a lot of speakers. And so the subject matter, these people were very comfortable on the other side of your camera. So you were used to working with talent that they, they were fine with being on video, and you obviously good at capturing um, the video and then editing it. And then you decide to make that shift to being on the other side of the camera. And you weren't sure, you know, were you ready for that, how to do it, et cetera. Tell me sort of what's in you, what was in your mind and how you overcame that, because I'm sure that's what a lot of people are dealing with. They're, I mean, they don't even know how to work this side of the camera, right? So they're not used to working as a videographer. So at least you had that. Um, but a lot of people are like, I don't want to do videos and especially don't want to do videos of myself. Uh, so how did you overcome that in your case? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, a lot of people don't necessarily know anything behind the camera. And that's what I'm taking away for a lot of people. I'm just teaching those things as well. And the, most of the, most of the things that you need to know it's it's not a lot like it's a lot of practice and i had that going for me um i understood that but uh, yeah the moment i had to get in front of a camera i didn't really think a lot about it i just started to do the things because if anything um if business has taught me anything it's that most of the time you don't know exactly what is going to happen in the end but you will know the next step. So that's one thing that I really pushed through uh, throughout this entire year. Is I, I've kept telling people, just take a step and you will find the next step. It's not 
you you don't need to have all the answers right away you just need to start and you just need to have some uh you just need to start making videos and as a videographer i i can give people feedback as well and so i could give myself feedback i understood because i was filming public speakers already i understood what um what things could be better and how i could improve them so i actually watched my videos back and i was thinking all right i can do this and i can do this and i can do this it was really a step-by-step -step process and the cool thing is that i made a video every single day so everyone can actually see the process every day and um that's where the trickle media community came from as well is um to really give people my feedback because if you're not a videographer if you don't know video then you might not pick up on these things. And I wanted to give people an opportunity to actually take those steps and get those feedback points as well. Um, yeah, it's really about a step-by-step -step process. Yeah, so let's talk about the Trickle Media community because first we have to overcome, so hopefully through this podcast, people are like, oh yeah, I realize I do need to do it. And I'm introducing you today to Mark, who is someone that has done that. He went from behind the camera to in front of the camera. He started on this journey of making a video every day. And so the next thing is, let's say that through the podcast, we have convinced you that you need to do videos. And you're like, great. And you realize, like Mark said, it's trial and error. You're gonna learn over time. You're gonna do some videos, they're not gonna be so great, but over time, we're gonna get them better. The real question then is, well, well, right. So that means my first videos are not going to be very good. Um, I don't want to post these not very good videos necessarily to social media or anywhere where the public would see them. So you've created a community, in essence, a video feedback community where people could go and share their video. I guess it's semi-publicly, but it's not necessarily reaching their, their prospects it's not anything that they would be embarrassed about. And then you actually give people feedback and help them to get their videos better. Is that correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, actually, the idea came from the Black Diamond Club. Like you've been talking so much about uh, about the the private communities and that you have to create a VIP group. And that's exactly what I did. And um, yeah, it was it became a place where everyone could like a really safe place where everyone could could express their their emotions as well about video making because it's really about a journey to go inside as well because you literally look at yourself it's it's like a mirror and so it's not just the technicals of how do i light myself and how do i sound all those things it's it's a really um personal development and, and a really personal process and yeah we created a really safe space where everyone could just post their things, get some feedback, or a lot of times also feedback wasn't even needed. It was just uh, needed to post the video somewhere so that we get over the barrier of uh, posting it somewhere and letting the, the public decide if it's a good video or not. And where can somebody find out about this community that you've created? Uh, right now, I'm actually in the process of um, getting it to my own website. I created my own, um, yeah, it's kind of a social media sort of website. It's a trickle-media.com. Um, and there's also a Facebook group. I myself am leaving from Facebook, um, but the Facebook group is still going on and the, the members are really uh, inspired by it. And they found some real friendships in there. And 
uh, that's the the Facebook group is called Trickle Media uh, Community, and you can just go there and uh, post your videos over there. Yeah. So you go to Facebook is go to and look for search bar Trickle Media Community, or yeah. go to trickle dash media dot com, um, depending on when you're seeing this this episode. Um, and you may find that the community has moved over onto his website. So uh, that's where you will be able to find Mark and the engagement that he's doing. Let's talk a little bit now, Mark, about some of the common, the common first, whenever you see a first video of somebody, you know, there's going to be some common errors. What are the most common things that people do wrong when oh. they first begin their videos? Um, what is what people do wrong? Um, well, one really big thing is that um, a lot of times people don't look into a, a lens because we're not trained to look into a lens. Most of the time when you have a camera, even if it's just your phone, you don't even know where to look, right? A lot of people have asked me, where do I look? And uh, especially if you have your phone with the, um, uh, with the front towards you, you tend to look at yourself. You tend to look into your own eyes. But what happens then is for the people that are watching, you're looking down. It's like you are constantly looking at someone's chin. Um, so a big thing is to actually look into the lens so that you can make eye contact and so you actually engage with people. But what happens then when I tell people, then they start staring. And that's also like it's those tiny things, right? So you have um, eye contact with the lens, but it's still a normal conversation. You have to see it as a conversation. So you don't see me constantly staring into the lens. I'm also just looking away or moving a little bit because it's a conversation. It's something that we do in real life as well. Um, so we tend to really get into a, uh, so that's eye contact, but we also tend to get uh, into some kind of presentation mode where in school, we are being taught that in, we have to present something in a certain way for some reason. It never is a really effective way, but all right, we're getting taught that. And then all of a sudden, we're like, hi, I'm Mark, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about video making. Step number one. No, it's, it's boring. It's not, it's not something that is engaging because it's not how we talk. It's not how we present in, a, in the right way. And so... What you really have to understand is when you make videos, the camera is just another person. It's just someone you, you see on the street or it's your best friend. It's, um, I, I tell people, become friends with your camera because it's you. if you see it as an actual person, then your videos become so much better because then it becomes a conversation and that's what the person on the other side is going to feel. And... Yeah, it's not necessarily the technicals because a lot of people, um, yeah, the technicals are just what they are. Um, it's mostly about actually creating that uh, connection. One thing that I will say about the technicalities is that audio is one of the most important things that, that you can fix uh, for your videos because our brain um, prioritizes sound over sight. And that's because when it's dark, you can't see anything and you're completely reliant on sound. Um, and so when the sound of your video is bad, then the quality of the video will be bad. But if the video is, is bad and the audio is really good, 
then people don't really mind because they can still get all the information and they they can still um, be connected with you. And audio is pretty easy to fix. You can get, let's see, you can get you can just get these, for example, for your for your uh, for your phone, these headphones, or some um, other mics. They they work perfectly uh, fine. Just don't get these um, inbuilt microphones because most of the time those aren't that good. Um, yeah. So paying attention to your sound is more important than paying attention to the quality of the video, making sure that people can hear you. You don't sound like you're super far away from them, that you're able to communicate your message is key. What about though, then, you know, what if I have um, a phone you're saying, I, you know, I'm totally fine to make these videos on my phone, but what are my phones from, you know, eight years ago, I mean, can I still make it or do I need to upgrade my phone? Or should I be using at least current phone technology? Well, you can still make the videos of with a phone of eight years ago. It's not necessarily about the, the gear. That's, that's what every videographer will tell you. It's not about the gear. It's how you use the gear. Um, so if you give me a phone of eight years old, I can still make something really good. And especially if you can get your audio right and you have you have microphones that you can still plug in uh, if you just have a normal um let's say if you if you just have a normal plug like this and you can still put this in your phone you have good audio so in that case it doesn't really matter what kind of phone you have obviously it, it has to be able to film still but uh oh in general it doesn't really matter like upgrading is nice but it's not all and it shouldn't hold you back from actually starting because I, I know a bunch of people um, on YouTube or just in the online space that make not so great videos, but they have like millions of followers just because their personality is great. And so the connection uh, ratio is high, let's say. Um, and that's what people are looking for. They're looking for a connection. What about editing? I know that's another big one. People are like, oh, I make videos, right? Because I know how to video my friends when we're out. And we I can I can make the video. But then, you know, I don't want people to see me doing that thing. Or like, how, what about what about editing? How important is that? And if it is important, what are some tips that you would give people for simple editing? Yeah, editing is nice. Um, it's definitely a good skill to have, especially nowadays, because it's not like we are at the peak of a video production. Like, um, it's just starting. We're going to get more and more videos. Um, and editing becomes easier. The software is actually pretty easy to use. You just need to have some some basics. Um, yeah, if you really just want to cut uh, cut out the first part or the last part, most phones actually have it in uh, just inbuilt. So you can literally just click on a video, then click edit, and then you can cut off the first part or the last part. Uh, and so that makes it really easy. Um, there are also some editing programs. Uh, I forgot what the name is of Apple. Um, the, I don't know. Apple has a free editing um, software. Uh, there's also, yeah, there are a bunch of softwares. I teach people Filmora Pro. I actually have a course on that, how to film, how to edit a, a video in a vertical format so that it um, shows up in social media really well. And you can do that within five minutes if you understand what you're doing. Um, so you can actually do that pretty fast. And um, yeah, if you really want to just cut some things out, that's 
actually as easy as just clicking on a timeline, clicking on a video, and then actually just literally cutting that piece out. Um, you just need to have some basics. You need to understand uh, just some basics and you'll you'll be fine. And then the last thing for people is, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, so maybe they're all convinced. They're like, yeah, I get it. I'm going to do videos. But what am I going to say? What do you say to the people that are just stuck? Maybe they're, they're fine with doing the videos. They just don't have in their minds. They think they don't have any content. They don't know what to, you know, they're just going to, you know, sit there. And then also, I think, let me also add a, a part B to that. Um, then there's the people that, like you said, they're very rigid and they're afraid to show people into their lives. They don't want people to know that, you know, their shirt is wrinkled or that, you know, they fell down or, you know, they had a piece of food on their face. Um, what do you say? What do you say to the relative to content and getting over that hump? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one as well. I, I struggled with that at the beginning as well, the first videos. Actually, the first two weeks of making a video every single day was the hardest to come up with content because I didn't know any format. I didn't know where it was going. Um, and I also didn't know what was interesting for people. And the more I just went, the more I, steps I just took, the easier it became to create content because all of a sudden you can connect different pieces of content and you can you see something in your life and you think, ah, oh, I can make a video about that. Because it's you're kind of rewiring your brain in some way because now all of a sudden you have to have output. You have to create the content. Um, and so if you just start, uh, if you just, um, yeah, if you just start and if you just take those first steps, you'll be fine. You will be... I'm really surprised uh, how uh, creative you are actually when you just start to create. And what I would recommend is what I did, for example, is I made a schedule of the first two weeks or first three weeks with just every topic laid out so that I could just make those topics. And then whenever I just came up with something on the spot, I would just make that one and then uh, get the other topic the next day, for example. And that way I had um, some some playing room I, that way i could always make a video every single day um, but i also um, had some freedom in what i wanted to create and you will notice i think everyone will see this when you just take those first steps when you start to create content you will do really well uh, with with um, blunders or with things that just happen in life you will see those and think huh that's funny i'm going to share that because the camera actually becomes your friend and you actually share those things with the camera and you create a whole story. And what I've been uh, telling my audience as well, I call it the, the TMC engagement uh, framework. What I did in the first two, two seasons of, uh, of me making video every single day, I think the first 40 videos, I actually made my own studio. I actually got the lighting and I got the the audio and they got this background. I made this myself um, and I documented those things. And what I noticed is that if you uh, get a process and then you just uh, cut those down into little pieces and little steps, people love to see processes. So um, if, you, if you have a process and you have those steps, you can literally just make a video for every single step and then people can follow along on that journey. And that has two benefits because people will find it way more interesting because they're part of a story. But also when people join halfway of the story, they will 
look back and so your uh, your views will increase because people want to see the whole story you also don't go to a, a, TV, a tv series and and join in halfway no you want to start at the beginning that's fantastic a hundred days was that the initial um goal was to do a hundred days of 100 straight days of videos what was the initial when you set out on this how many straight days the initial goal was seven days seven days yeah just seven, seven days. days and it was really hard like i struggled really hard like then i made one video and it took me about a, an hour to actually make like a video of one minute like it was insane now i just spent five minutes uh for everything but um yeah it was just for seven days and i found that the feedback was so overwhelming people really liked what i was doing and i was like yeah if i stop now that's 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 not smart so i just kept on going and now i can't really stop and the year's almost over and we'll see what happens then yeah so i want to encourage everybody to like be like mark let's start with seven days um seven days of videos and like he said it's fine they're not going to be that good go ahead and join his facebook group trickle media community post your videos there the people there will give you feedback and if you're in time mark is still on facebook then he'll give you some feedback too and he'll support you in that journey after seven days you can reassess but hopefully like mark you will decide to continue so that we could disseminate your information disseminate what you have to share with the world with more people i mean ultimately Digital media and video are fantastic mediums that in a lot of ways level the playing field where ordinary people like you and I, we can make videos and we can take these messages out to the rest of the world, but you need to start somewhere. And that's where Mark and Trickle Media comes in. They've been supporting people just like you over the course of this entire year and helping them to launch into videos so that they can beef up their digital marketing, but also beef up their connection so they can better connect to their communities share their share their message so other people will know what they have to offer the world who they can help and how they help them i hope that you'll check out mark and his facebook community and his website www.trickle-media.com i'm going to wrap up this portion of the none of your business podcast but as always i'm going to take mark over onto the other side of the curtain here into the black diamond club for some exclusive content if you're not yet a member of the Black Diamond Club, please join us. Go to www.blackdiamondclub.com. We promise you when you get there that we will make you feel right at home. You're going to find there the most supportive community of service providers, all of them with a big passion for helping the world and saving the world with the service that they provide. All of them in pursuit of reaching more people, making a bigger impact and creating the lifestyle that they desire. Lacey and I will be happy to support you there as well. And if not, well, make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast. Leave us a review and let us know what you think of the podcast that we're putting out. That's it for today. We'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of the None of Your Business podcast.